Welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. I'm Brandon. And I'm Craig. It is great to be here. It is yet again another Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. And it's good. You got a little voice issue going on. I do have a little voice issue going on. Um, you know, we were uh, camping with our family and, um, you know, just being, it was cold. It was rainy a few days, damp. And uh, my son came in with uh, laryngitis. So I don't know if that all has something to do with it, but, you know, mm. sitting around a campfire when it's 51 degrees and, but uh, yeah, yeah, so I may have to trail off and go cough somewhere, but uh, okay, but I'm, I'm good though. I'm good. Yeah, it was good to see you. I'm glad you had a good time camping for we the did. most part. For the most part, and um, we, we are now in our tenth fall, I guess. That of the year literally was almost winter. It was. I told Allie, I'm like, I I'm refusing to turn my heater on. I will not turn my. It, it, I got up the other morning. I'm like, it is chilly in this house. It was like 51 degrees in your house, or something. but I did not turn the heater on. Yeah, we had to run the furnace in the in the camper. You know, it's tough when you say you're going to go camping and you run the furnace. Think yeah. about that, the yeah. furnace. Right. That's that's <laughs> glamping. It is glamping. Yeah. And on days when it's raining like that, you've got uh, pretty much grandkids in the camper and you got television and movies. Oh, you're, yeah. you're thankful for glamping. You're good. Yeah, yeah, you're you're thankful for it. Yeah. Anything else exciting happened while you were camping? Well, you know, um, just the yeah. normal, just the normal <laughs> stuff, you know. Yeah, just the normal stuff. It was, it was wonderful. Um, the the worst thing about this trip was, is I got bit. Mm-hmm. I got bit by not by one of the grandkids, not by one of the grandkids. Anita didn't bite me. Not another camper or yeah. raccoon. I got bit by a wolf spider. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll be honest with you, I had an allergic reaction to that, and uh, that was not good. And I don't know if you've ever been bitten by a wolf spider before. But they have fangs, and I didn't realize this thing um, had fangs, and I got to looking at pictures online. They're kind of ugly. They're disgusting, to be honest with you. But I actually have the fang marks, and – but my arm got so swollen from like my the middle of my hand all the way up to my elbow, and you can still see it yeah, right now. Yeah, there's a spot the size of like a softball on there. Yeah, right? it's, it looks like I've been hit by a softball exactly. right now, and um, it has just been it lit me up. But on Saturday, it, it I had this allergic reaction to it, mm. and I got sick. And I thought I was going to have to go home, and Anita kept checking on me. Do you need to go somewhere to have this looked at? And I almost decided to go home and go to bed, but um, I kind of bounced back. They put me full of um, I don't know what it was, but it got me. It got the swelling to go down, and that's good. But yeah, so so yeah, it was uh, it was fun. We had a good time on Sunday. My uh, the whole family came in. Uh, my son in law Jonathan and uh, daughter uh, Talia and. Two other grandkids. So there's nothing like being in a small camper. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a hybrid camper right. where the sides fold out and we have a slide and, but you have six grandkids, a total of 12 people in that camper at yeah. one point. Yeah. That was, that was crazy. Right. Give a new meaning to a can of sardines. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought we were bad in our house with the extra guests we had this past weekend. <laughs> right? Yeah. Your mom and dad can be a little sloppy at times. Can't they? <laughs> yeah. Well, we had mom and dad and then my two oldest nephews came with them as oh, well. Oh my. And so, you know, it was, it was full one bathroom house and yep. it, it was good though. It was a good time. It was good so your, time. your Memorial Day weekend was really good. It was good. We, um, we had a good time spending it with mom and dad and, and being able to just relax with them some, cooked a lot on the Blackstone. Oh yeah. I you had know, to introduce, now dad wants a Blackstone. Well, sure he does. Yeah. And so they're talking about that. And excited. I was talking to my son about that while we were camping. Mm-hmm. I was like, I should get one of those portable Blackstones. So when yep. we go camping, how awesome would that yeah, be? Yeah. They, they make them like 22 inch. Yeah. It'd be perfect. And it would be great. Yeah. We cooked, uh, we cooked General So's chicken the one <laughs> night on it and, um, and fried rice. And that was really, really good. I got the picture of that. That looked really yeah. good. And then we, um, on Saturday, we did smash burgers. And, and so that was, that's, that's always a good meal on the Blackstone. That just sounds like a good meal. Smash burgers. That sounds really yeah. good, actually. And lunchtime's coming up. Let's go. I've got, okay. <laughs> I've got burger meat. I'm down. So anything else, uh, exciting this weekend? I know the big, um, the big uh, Memorial Day picnic yep. was on Sunday. We had the Memorial Day picnic out at the Ackermans, um, out at their pond and, and had a, a fairly good turnout. We haven't had it in a couple of years. Right. Um, last year we didn't have it. And then the year before that we were going to have it and it ended up, um, we had, it was kind of projected to rain a lot and everything. And so we canceled it that year. And oh, that's uh, right. I totally forgot about yeah. that. And so it, uh, it was good. It was good to be able to hang out. We did some fishing. Did some catch some anything? Cornhole. Yeah, we caught some. I dad and I got out there on the boat and and fished from the boat for a little bit and 
caught some really nice bass and now did you release them or keep them we released them yeah we just like to catch them bass aren't that good of eating anyways really yeah some of the kids were catching some some decent sized bluegill and stuff that's not bad either. yeah we actually had bluegill yesterday really um my father-in-law fried up some bluegill and onion rings and french fries deep fried them that sounds like a healthy meal right there so good so good (laughs) yeah I um when we were camping they had the Schmitz food truck rolling oh, yeah. and um I, I don't know what it is about Schmitz if you haven't had Schmitz I know you have mm-hmm. but my goodness that was just that's a phenomenal they do a phenomenal job you can't beat it no yeah and if you haven't been to Schmitz down in German Village in Columbus good? Schmitz sausage house oh it's great um <coughs> the buffet is really really good so oh that's not buffet yeah they have a I didn't mm-hmm, know that mm-hmm. so what's on the buffet. Um, they've got like three or four different kinds of the, the sausages. Really? They, they don't, they don't have them, they've got them cut. So they're about a third. And so you can get whatever you want there. And, and we always like to get, ask them, um, it costs extra, but get them to bring a, a plate of their flat top buns. Oh yeah. So they're the flat top, but they, what they do is they fold them over. They, they grill them. Oh, do they really? They, they grill the sides. Oh, um, on with some butter and so those are good you throw your sausages down there your bahama mamas their bahama mama sausage is the best how, how far drive is that uh, 45 minutes okay. we can make if we end the podcast now we can make it there for lunchtime <laughs> so thanks for joining us everybody yeah we'll see you guys later have a good day <laughs> so no it was it was good we had a good weekend too and uh Good, good service here on Sunday. My dad led worship and saw that. I, I got to partake in home church, which yeah, was nice. It's good. Mm-hmm. He did a good job. He did a good job. He did a good Glad job. He was able to do that. And, yeah, and willing to do that. And, yeah, I, I'm wondering if if um, is he is he a preview of what you're going to look like in 25 years? Well, that's what he said. Is it what he said? Yeah, when he welcomed everybody, <laughs> he said, uh, "Good morning, welcome." I just so you know, I'm not Brandon. <laughs> Um, but in case you were wondering, I might be what Brandon looks like in 20 years. I did catch it. Yeah. And, um, I, I didn't say it first service during the live stream, but I did say it second service that, um, that may be what I look like, but hopefully I still have a full head of hair. <laughs> so we'll see. And if he's listening to this, just delete that out. Right? Exactly. Just, just erase that. <laughs> That's no, funny. So thanks dad. Appreciate it. And, and it was yeah, he good. did a really good job. I thought yeah. in, um, it's it's awesome that um, he was able to mm-hmm. to do that with you and that your parents were able to come up and I'm sorry I missed him. I always enjoy yeah, seeing them and they they said they missed seeing you. I don't yeah. know why, but they missed seeing. you. I don't know either, but uh, <laughs> I actually missed seeing them. So that was yeah. uh, your mom is always so pleasant and nice and kind, and yes, she so is. is your dad. And yeah, but it's always fun just to talk to him. And yeah, from the uh, Appalachian Mountains, Appalachian is that what it is? It's the Appalachians. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're actually Allie and I are planning on going down there camping with them here in a few weeks. So see, that'll be good times. Looking, looking forward to that. I'm be good gonna. Times. Do everything I can. Not, I'm not even. I go in there and I don't worry about spiders or anything like that. Like I'm looking out for snakes. You know what? I didn't see a snake, but I did see quite a bit of cicadas. Are they bad? Are they getting bad? They were around the perimeter of the campground. It wasn't like in the campground, but it was a, the perimeter, like the older trees. They were around around those. Yeah. And so uh, we were at Cross Creek Campground over, you know, by Allen Park. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. They said it's the Lewis Center, Delaware, mm-hmm. or wherever, yep. right in that area, but. Um, I should have came and crashed your party. I know exactly where that is. <laughs> yeah, you should have. But uh, my granddaughter, Evelyn, she loves cicadas, and she has no fear of them whatsoever. And they'll, she'll let them crawl on. Yeah. I mean, they'll be crawling on her, and I'm just like, get them out of here. Get them out of my sight. I don't mm-hmm. want that thing on me. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind them either. I just – snakes are not my thing, so – you know, I heard that cicadas kind of um I can't remember where it was, but I thought it was in Ohio, Cincinnati, Columbus. Somebody's actually serving them up chocolate covered cicadas. I've heard that. Would you eat one? Honestly? Yeah. I'd try one. Would you really? Yeah. I mean really people eat chocolate covered grasshoppers? Yeah, but it's not much different. I guess. I try I would I try it once. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I just maybe I'll get a bunch of them and cook them up on the blackstone, fry them up on the blackstone. Put a little yeah, seasoning on like, there. Hey, do you like this? And I'll be like, these are wonderful. And after I've eaten like a twenty of them, you're like, hey, those are for cicadas. Those are cicadas. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. A new recipe for the hey, anything's good in butter and oil, right? That's right. Salt and pepper. That's right. <laughs> we have uh, cicada scampi. <laughs> That's good stuff right there. <clears throat> yeah. 
So anything else? No, man. I just, um, I thought, uh, you did an awesome job Sunday. I got Thank to, you. I had to watch it in, uh, segments. Mm-hmm. Started watching Was it. Was that boring? Uh, you fell asleep halfway through? No, but when you're in a camper with, uh, you know, grandkids and right. then I moved outside and started watching it and then, um, you know, then they came out and they so, followed you. <laughs> they follow me, you know, so I think I texted you and said, Hey, you've done an awesome job. I'm not done with it right, yet. Right. I've got a little bit more to go. So I texted you back and said, Oh, I finally finished it. So, um, but no, I thought, I thought you did a, an amazing job of, um, you know, the topic of stop it, you yeah. know, and, um, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things that, you know, kind of what we've been talking about since, um, August mm-hmm. and, um, you know, um, there's just so many things taking place in the world and, um, and, you know, we've been, my, my prayer has always been that, you know, we Christians, followers of Christ would be different than, exactly. than the world and different than, you know, than what we see taking place. Right. right. And, um, you know, a lot of times it's, it's our reaction to things. And, right. You know, I'm, a lot of things irritate me and I get ticked off, but you know, do I live in that state? Because, you know, your feelings are your feelings mm-hmm. right. and your emotions are your emotions. So, you know, I wouldn't want to just live in the state of being irritated all the time. Right. And, and, and if you are irritated or if there is something going on in your life, I think that that's where the power of the Holy Spirit kicks in yep. and, and helps guide you through those things to help you go against, you know, your right. feelings Agreed. or your reactions. Your, your emotions. So, and yeah. So, yeah. What about um, – how how was that was that fun to write and put together? No, this one actually for me and and it's been something that's been kind of in my crawl for a while. Um partially because I'm guilty of some of the very things that I mentioned, me you know, too. and I th- I think that whenever whenever I I am truly convicted and and I I preach a message that um that I'm speaking to me, like it it is sometimes harder to write. I right. think um but but I also think that's a good thing too, because there's a lot of self-examination going on. Exactly. Um, and so, so yeah, it, actually, I, I told Allie there um, when I got done with it, I'm like, man, I feel like I've been through a nine-round boxing match, right? Because I was just, uh, I wasn't physically drained, but I was because I was right. emotionally and mentally drained. Oh, for sure. Um, and so, but it, it, I think it was good. And, and this is just like I said, it's been something that's kind of been in my crawl for a while. As I've witnessed the world, as I've witnessed Christians, and like you said, you know, I think that we as Christ followers can do one of two things in the world that we live in today. We can choose to just go with the flow and go mm-hmm. along with everything that's taking place and mm-hmm. be in agreement and whatever, or we can set ourselves apart as we're called to do as God's holy people and be an example, right? be the light and into a dark world. And so that's kind of where that idea came from for this uh, message called stop it of just the you know what are the things that we have to stop doing as christ followers and, and the reason is why why are we to stop doing them because they're negatively affecting our witness for mm-hmm. the gospel and that's the ultimate goal the ultimate goal is to advance the kingdom right the ultimate goal is to um, proclaim the gospel to proclaim god's truth to, oh yeah you know that matthew 28 that we've talked about for so long right 100 percent on that and um I think you hit the uh, nail on the head, you know, when you're, when you're putting these together, you have, you know, you kind of feel like you've gone 10 rounds or mm-hmm. whatever. And when you feel like you've gone 10 rounds, I think that a lot of times that might be God, his spirit working in you. Right. I don't know about you. I can't talk for you, but I can talk for myself because, you know, I'll get up and say something, but people don't realize is mm-hmm. that I'm talking to myself. Exactly. I'm talking when I say, you know, we can't react to that. Well, guess what? Right. Craig Brads has reacted to that. Right. And um, I get very disappointed in myself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if your kids do something, you can punish them. But as an adult, when you look at yourself, do you how? What do you do? Right. So you, you set yourself under the under the the guise of. The, of the word of God mm-hmm. and you allow the word of God to speak to your heart. And by the God's word speaking to your heart, the Holy spirit's working in you. Right. And, um, I, um, I love the verse that you brought up. Um, I think it was the first verse actually, it was the Colossians three mm-hmm. seventeen. uh, in whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God, the father. And I love that, but whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus. I mean, right. that is a <laughs> yeah. tough scripture. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever you do or say. So, 
you're driving down the road, somebody irritates you or somebody says something to you, you get irritated yeah. and another mandate comes down that goes against your whole belief system and what do you do? Right. Well, you, you're, you're supposed to do this as a representative mm-hmm. of the Lord Jesus Christ and ultimately to glorify him yep. in the process of that. So, right. man, that was a, I think when you read that verse, I was sitting, um, I was sitting in the camper right. and I was listening to that. And for some reason, you know, I've read that verse, mm-hmm. I don't know, 20 times since August, but some reason when when you read it, I was like, oh, that kind of hit me where it was. I was like, you know, daggone it, I'm going to shut you off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think for me too, when I read that verse, you know, I've I've done the same thing. I've read that verse so many times, but the whatever stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Like it was almost like it was bolded and italic and all right. caps. Whatever you do or say, and just like you said, if you're driving down the road, you may be the only person in the car. Right. You may be the only person that hears what you say or or witnesses. But we're supposed to, in whatever we do or say, right? we need to do it as a representative of Jesus, whether we're around a million people right. or we're by ourselves. Well, funny thing, this morning I was um, I was going into Marysville. I was going to Tim Hortons, and by the way, commercial, Tim Hortons parking lot is beautiful. It's immaculate. It's one of the best parking lots I've ever – I don't know how you could go from the worst parking lot of all time <laughs> to the absolute best. But anyway, I'm driving into uh, Tim Hortons, and somebody cut me off. And I thought they were going to hit me. Mm-hmm. And so as I got into the parking lot, I, I, I literally said, Oh, you idiot. And then I'm not tell, I'm not, this is not an exaggeration. This verse popped into my mind. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's not good. I was convicted because I was a little, I woke up with a headache today. My arm's still kind of not feeling good. You know, I'm kind of feeling right. a little nauseated still from the whole bite mm-hmm. and everything. And so when that guy cut me off, you know, I was like, Oh, come on. I don't want to have to deal with this. But then I, that verse popped into my mind. It was a very convicting verse, right? Very convicting verse. But I think that's what, you know, like you said, as a, you know, as when our kids do something, we correct them. Right. But I read, um, kind of talking under the exegesis and hermeneutics and when we're talking about making sure that we're not taking scripture out of context right not cherry picking the bible to use it for our own agenda um i read second timothy 3:16 which says all scripture is inspired by god and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives it corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right right you know and so yeah as kids or when our kids mess up, when our kids do something that's wrong, we, we're the ones that correct them. Right. God allows scriptures like that to pop into our heads. Oh, yeah. To correct us, to remind yeah. us of 100%. the path we need to be on. So, yeah, that's good stuff. <clears throat> but that's a, that's a, that is a, uh, that's a great verse because, um, it just really does kind of, those two verses are, they are convicting. You yeah. did a, you read another verse which I thought was really good and it's, it is, we hear this verse so much and it has been quoted so much. I think that we don't really think about this, but if you break this verse down, it's, mm-hmm. this is another one of those. And it's the Romans 12, which I know that's one of your right. favorite, you yep. know, passages, but it's, uh, you know, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all that he has done for you. Mm. Let them be a living and a holy sacrifice, the kind that what? That I will find acceptable? No, the kind that he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. And then this verse, too, is very, very convicting. Do not copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you what? Think. Think. Wow, that is great. And then you're going to learn to know what God's will is for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. And, um, I mean, how many times have we heard in the scripture, you know, the renewing of your mind, yeah. your mind, your mind, your mm-hmm. mind. And, um, for a lot of us, myself including, your mind is kind of your worst enemy. Yeah. It is for me. Um, I, I'll, I'll admit it. You know, I think I've said this maybe a hundred times since I've been here. I think that I'm the most flawed individual that comes to this church. Mm. I, I do. I know my weaknesses are many. Right. I know that, um, I know where I fail. I'm not proud of that. I'm not proud of that at all. But what I do know is this, is that God gives me the strength to do what I'm able to do. Absolutely. That God, by the power of his Holy Spirit living in my life, does convict me, does change me. Do I still struggle with some of the things I struggled with when I was 20? Mm -hmm. You bet. Is it less? It is. Right. And that's where God's grace picks in and and kicks in for me. And I'm just like, you know, God, I just keep following you and um, do what I do, do what you've called me to do. But that verse two is don't copy the behaviors and the customs of this world. Right. 
That's huge. Exactly. That's huge. And that's what I talked about. I talked about and reminded us that, you know, we, Paul's telling us we're going to look different. Exactly. And it's okay. It's okay that we look different because we're supposed to. But I love, you know, you pointed out, and like you said, there's so many things. If you just broke this, you can right. break this down every few words. Oh, my. Every um, word. But there in verse 2, it says, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. It doesn't say the way that you act because the right. truth is, and we've talked about this before. Right. When you change your mind, when you renew your mind and we change the way we think, then our actions are going to follow that. It begins here. Exactly. I mean, what – it's kind of what, what you put into your mind is who you are. Right. And, um, you know, whatever you think, that's what you, um, become. And, um, you know, somebody even, you know, if you break it down, like say to a marriage, mm -hmm. you know, if you start thinking some way internally about something about your spouse, right. oh, you know, they're lazy or they don't do this or they're terrible at this, they're a terrible person, they're, you start doing that. Well, eventually, what's going to happen? That's, that's going to come out. Right. That's going to come out because you have actually put that into, your mind. Yeah. And, um, so I love, I love the fact that, um, you know, Romans tells us, you know, he says, I plead with you. I'm pleading with you. It's like, I'm begging you right. to give your bodies to God for all that he has done with you. And your body is including your mind. Yep. It's your heart. It's, yep. it's all those things. He's begging us right. to give ourselves to God. And, yeah. um, you know, honestly, do I do that all the time? No, right. I probably, I need to. Exactly. I, yeah. I need to. But that, that's a very good verse. You put another verse in there, which I, is really one of my favorites. And I was actually thinking about doing a message on this later on mm -hmm. in the fall. Uh, but it's Matthew chapter five, verses 13 through 16. I mean, this is a, this is a fabulous. Right. This, we, I, I get, I read all these verses that we've read. Um, except for the, the Timothy one, but these other ones I've read before I got into any of the stop it's. This was kind right. of that first question of, you know, why must we stop doing these things was well, because we affect, we're affecting our witness. Exactly. And so. And, and you're right. Um, everything, our witness is affected by those things. I mean, right. Facebook, tweeting, social media, um, our reactions to things, um, our conversations we have at Walmart, right. Right. our conversations we have even within our own mm -hmm. families. It affects our witness. Right. It affects who we are. And um, my conversations about just people in general, people at church, people mm -hmm. that go to my work. Um, those affect your, that right. affects your witness. Yep. But uh, Matthew 5 verses 13 through 16, awesome. You are the salt of the earth. But what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It'll be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You're the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Instead, the lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine for all those to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. And I think we miss, I think we missed that last mm -hmm. verse. It's the salt of the earth, the light of the world. You're, you're the lamp on the stand and here's what it, here's what this is all about so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. It's not that I'm going to see your salt and your light and what you're doing is so good and Brandon Chenault is just awesome. And let me just pat you on the back. No, right. that should go to God. And exactly. we right back to where we are. We're glorifying God. Yep. Everything is about glorifying yep. God. Glorifying God at work, glorifying God at church, glorifying God no matter what. Yep. Do I do that? No. In fact, I I messed up this week. Um, I kind of lost it a little bit um, in the middle of the night. Actually, it was about 4 in the morning. Our um, propane detector went off. Mm in the camper. Well, they go faulty after four or five years. My camper is about five years old and I've figured out it's a faulty detector. But if you've never had to deal with one of those in a camper, it's the loudest noise in the world. Oh and my. so everybody's sleeping, all the babies are down and this thing has continually beeps. I was about to lose it. <laughs> and, um, I wasn't glorifying my heavenly father at four in the morning when that thing went off. And so I've, you know, I feel bad about that. Right. And for I, sure. You know, hope my family forgives me on that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's just the big thing is to remember, you know, both of those verses revolve around that is, you know, what we say or do should be. Oh, yeah. That that worship. That's, you know, what, what I love about that Romans 12, 1. Oh, yeah. You know, everything we do. There are different, um, different, um, 
versions of the Bible that read that a little bit differently. You know, some of them say, you know, let them be a, this one says, the NLT says, let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Right. You know, they, they talk about this is truly the way to worship him. This right. Is, you know, your true and acceptable worship to him. And, exactly. And so, you know, everything we say and do, we should be doing it as a represent, as a representative, kind of going back to that. Um, that Colossians three seventeen right verse, right you know we should be doing it as a representative for him and giving God the glory oh yeah so when it, you know if you were sitting there listening to the uh, the message that you spoke what stuck out to you I mean what's the thing that you know oh man for me it is probably probably the and this one's tough. We kind of, I feel like we as Christians, we, we turn a blind eye to everything. We act like everything's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there were, there were two of them. Point number four was stop acting like everyone's going to heaven. Yeah. And no one's going to hell. Um, and that, that was tough. That one was tough because we, we know that we, we serve a God who's loving. We know that we serve a God who, um, who cares deeply for us Mm -hmm. and who wants us to be in heaven with him. But I think so often we as Christians, we kind of turn a blind eye to everything and, and we just give everybody a free pass. It's like we're playing Monopoly. You know, here's a card, you pass, go, right. collect your $200. Right. Um, but as you read scripture, you know, and that goes back to the other one about not taking scripture out of context. Right. Um, as you read scripture, the Bible's very clear. There is a heaven. Mm-hmm. There is a hell. Correct. And when we pass from this life into the next, whether we die or Jesus comes back first, I'm hoping for the latter. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but when we pass from this life to the next, we are going to spend eternity in one of those two places. Oh, yeah. And it's not just us, but everybody in the world is going to spend eternity in those mm-hmm. two places. And so, you know, I think we, we give people a free pass and it's like, well, but they're good people. Right. You know, they, they yeah, they do that, but, but they're good people. Right. Um, there are a lot of good people that actually don't even, you know, know about Jesus. There are a mm-hmm. lot of good people. That claim to be atheists, mm-hmm. um, that claim there is no God, being a good person isn't going to get us into heaven. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, I talked, Jesus talked about he's the way. He's the way, the truth, mm-hmm. and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. Um, I think um, talking about that, the one quote that I. I think it was Vadi Bachman that said Bachum, Bachum, Bachum. He said, um, "You know, you, I think you, people are going to be shocked of how many good people and how many baptized people are going to go to hell." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Because we don't like to talk about that. Yeah, we don't like to speak of those things. Right? Because we just automatically think, hey, if you're a good person, you've been baptized, you're going to go to heaven. Right? But there's there's things that you have to do uh, for that." And, um, so yeah, that's, that, that was a good point there. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're good. You're good. And sorry, I keep clearing my throat and kind of coughing off, off to the side cause man, I got some serious throat issues right now. All good. All good. Yeah. No, you, and this is a verse here though, that you've read the last, um, you've read it a few times in the past couple months, right? It's Matthew chapter seven verses 13 and 14. Right. And you've read just snippets of it, but right. I liked it in its entirety here, both verses, Jesus is saying, he says, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad, and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow, and the road is difficult, and only a few ever find it. Right. And um, it's just a reminder that there is a heaven and there is a hell. Right. And we are going to spend eternity. I saw that. I mentioned that in my, my message mm-hmm. that I saw a post on Facebook and it's kind of a sobering post. It said, you know, when you, when you die, you're going to spend the rest of your life in one of two places. Where's it going to be? And that, you know, when I read that, it's like, I, I stopped and paused. It's like, wow. Not just for myself, but I think that for my family right. and my friends and those people around me. And um, and it, it's just, like you said, making sure that that we don't feel like we've arrived. Right. Making sure that we're not like, okay, I'm good. I'm in, I've, I've been baptized. I'm going to heaven. Right. Now I can just live my life. Right. Um, you know, it's a constant day-by-day day renewing of your mind. It's day-by-day right. day striving to be more like Jesus. It's a day-by-day day relying on the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and... 
and digging into to God's word to to be corrected to to learn to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I, I read the Bible so often. It's like we we read the other night. Allie and I were reading our Bible recap, and um, we got done with the chapter, and she read it. Because we'll, we'll alternate. I'll read a chapter, and then she'll read a chapter, unless we're reading chapters, you know, in the Old Testament that it has like five million of those Old Testament names, and then she's like, um. This, your turn. You're reading all of these tonight, <laughs> right? Um, but we were reading something the oh, other day. Oh, Christian and Christian, can you Christian. read these to us? <laughs> that would actually be interesting. It would be. <laughs> but we got done reading a chapter, and she said, um, "Wow, that chapter right now just hit me way different than it ever has before." She wow. said, "I've, I've not heard that like that." And and I think part of it's just because of what's taking place in the world around us oh, now. Yeah. Um, but there were just certain things and we talked about it a little bit and, you know, I think that's the great thing. You know, we mm. never stop learning. We never stop. No. God's word is alive and active and we have to continue to dig into it. Um, so, so for me, that was one of the big ones gotcha. that, that stuck out to me was point number four, stop acting like everyone is going to heaven and no one's going to hell. And, and you know, not to interrupt you, but nope, you know, good. the part where, um, you know, everybody's going to go to either one or two places, heaven or hell. But here's yeah. the thing. A lot of times that happens is that uh, people invent their own heaven and their own hell right and so you know it's kind of like hey man if hell is where i'm gonna go that's where all my friends are. it's gonna be one mm-hmm. endless rock party and drug right. party i'm like that's, no no you know if you've invented something that like an you know like a like something that you think it's going to be right and i've even heard even christians is like well you know mom's up there she's baking her cakes and you know right. maybe she right. is i don't know but you know that's not what the picture of heaven's painted or you know dad's in has got his own house and his own pond and he's fishing and uh i think we have to be so careful to not add right to what god's word says or to take away from yep. what god's word says we got to take okay here's what this is what jesus says about hell right yeah and it's not good There'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's going to be darkness. Darkness, I mean, and it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good at yeah. all. And um, and it's not going to be just for a minute. And um, and I don't care who you are. I don't like being in the pitch dark. I yeah. mean, right? Yeah. I mean, that's not a fun place to be. But so when you're looking at that, so it's kind of like you know we we kind of invent our own reality of what right. heaven and hell's right. going to to be. Well, like. and, and Hollywood has played into that. Mm-hmm. You see all of these these movies where it, it does it plays it up to be right. a big party and this oh, and yeah. that. And you know, but you look at the story that Jesus told of Lazarus and mm. you know how he went to hell and and wanted to be able to go back and tell his family members, you know, try to get them on the right path. So right. they didn't. You know, he just wanted. You know, God to allow one angel to dip a finger in a pool to, just to put it on because it was so hot and, and it was it was terrible. Right. Um, you'll be all right over there. I, I think so. Um, you were talking about. I might just keel over. And you just yeah. have to continue on. I'll just keep keep going. I'll call nine one one and yeah, then just right. keep going. No, you you were talking about you know kind of how people will make up their own right. ideas and what you know. Dad's up there fishing in his own pond. He's probably exactly. catching a fifteen pound bass, or yeah. you know, he's up there grilling, and or you know, mom's baking a cake for Jesus. And what if you actually get to heaven and God has a black stone and it's like the best black stone? Well, I'm pretty sure that he does, right? You know, that's <laughs> See, we just invented our Exactly. Our exactly. <laughs> but, you know, that brings me to my number 2 point, um was stop using cliché Christian sayings or quotes when you don't know exactly what to say. That's the that one I was going to Yeah. There say to that. And there I used a very like four or five. I only gave like four or five. Right. I could have continued to go on and and like I said the other day, I'm guilty of saying some of those things too. You know, like the first one that I said, um, you know, you don't always know what to say and, and when someone passes away. And so I've heard a lot of people say, you know, well, God must have needed them there more than he needs, you know, than we needed them here. Right. Um, and the truth is, is that, you know, God doesn't need us. And everybody's going to die. And everyone's going to die. Yeah. We Death is part of our lives because of sin. Because exactly. Because we, we live in a broken world. Exactly. Um, it's not... Fun when someone dies, no, especially not when someone dies and and it's unexpected. Um, but the truth is, is that God God doesn't need us. You know, I, I said that God was self sufficient in the Trinity, Father, right. Son, and the Holy Spirit. He had everything he needed right right there. Right. He didn't need to create the earth. He didn't need to create humans. He wanted to. Right. I think until maybe after they sin, and then I think he maybe regretted that. Oh, what what did I do, right? Um, But even after that, he still wanted a relationship with us, and so he sent us a Savior in Jesus Christ. It wasn't because he needed us, right? but it was because he wanted us. And so just little things like that, you know, when God opens a door, or when God closes a door, he opens a window. 
Yeah. You know, I liked the, the quote that I, Matt Smithhurst was the guy's yeah. name. Um, he said, you know, that's just while, while the intentions are good, that's a false statement. Right. You know, sometimes God doesn't open a window. Some, sometimes God, um, does close every door in the house and, and he wants you to realize that you're in the wrong location. Exactly. You have the wrong address. He shuts the windows and puts bars over them. Exactly. Right. And so we, you know, we try to, but it, but it's little things like that. that there was one that I think you said, um, God will not give you more than, what, more than what you can handle. Correct. That's not the scripture. It's God will not allow you to be tempted, tempted more, more than, than you can handle. Exactly. And when you are tempted, he will give you what? A way a out. Way out. Yep. So when people say that, that's a totally misconstrued right. uh, biblical. That's not even biblical. It's not biblical. That's not because you know what? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I've been given a lot to handle. Right. And um, sometimes I don't think I can handle it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm just being truthful and honest, I'm like, I, I don't think I can handle one more thing. Right. Um, maybe that's a temptation to, to give up. Maybe it's a temptation. I don't know. But when um, but I have been that verse has come into play for me over the last four or five years where I'm tempted in an mm-hmm. area. And I know I am. And guess what? I always think about that. I always yeah. think uh, so he's not going to give me more than I'm able, you know, be tempted more than I can. Then bear, but he's gonna give me a way out. And sure enough, he always does. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And I've been convicted in that verse because it's absolutely 100 percent true. I mean, yeah, I, I can give right. you examples. Um, but I've been convicted in that is yes, he does give me a way out. But there are times where I don't. Take you won't it. take it. Yeah, exactly. You go. You continue to go yeah. the opposite direction. Yeah. So I thought that was a good point. I thought that was a really good point because um, you know I think if. At one point, we're all guilty of those crazy right. cliches yep. that really don't mean anything, and I don't even know why we say them. But um, you had another point. I think it was point three, where it's uh, stop cherry picking the Bible, yep, and taking scripture out of context. And um, that's true. Uh, a lot of people do that. A lot mm-hmm. of people do that um, all over the place right. for for whatever reason. Uh, they do that, and you almost have to you have to take a step back. Yeah. Um, and in that, I even mentioned this, and and this was a free stop. It I encouraged everybody free, I with, with that, a free yeah. one. Um, you know, there are times where I've I've seen fellow Christ followers, and they'll share someone's post that's biblically inaccurate. Right. And I think when we do that, we're just as guilty ourselves of taking it out of scripture because we're right. sharing it. And so we have to be diligent to make sure that what we're sharing on social media, excuse me, is biblically true. Right. And um. You know, I talked about exegesis and hermeneutics, and I made the joke for everybody. I'm so glad you know those words because that's up. impressive. Know, that's right? impressive, right? Thank you, Dr. Step, um, from my KCU days. Right. But, you know, I, I talked about that of just how, you know, we have to realize when we're reading the Bible that we have to approach it two different ways. First of all, you know, you have to look at it in context. Right. And make sure that you're not taking it out of context because you and I especially, we know the Bible. And, and and it's even easier in today's culture because I can pull my phone open right now and I can type in scriptures. I can go to Google, oh, cool. type in scriptures oh, sure. that relate to, bang, fill in the blank. Right. And it's going to bring me scriptures up. Now, I can't guarantee you that those scriptures that come up are going to be biblically accurate. Yeah, right. they may be scriptures that deal with that, right. but it may be something that's taken out of context. And right. so we have to then look at the exegesis and the hermeneutics of it, too, of exegesis is what the Bible meant to the people that it was written to Correct. at the time. And we have to remember when we're reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. The Bible was written in a completely different time to a completely different group of people um, in a different time period, going through different things. But we go back to the is it Second Timothy Second Timothy three sixteen. All Scripture is inspired by God. It is useful for teaching. Mm-hmm. So and that's where I said that's where the hermeneutics comes in, which is what mm-hmm. does the Bible mean to us nowadays? We just have to make sure that we understand the context of it, so we're not right. taking it out of context right. as we are then applying it to our lives. Right. <clears throat> I and, agree. Yeah, and that's that's big. I think. Um, and and I mentioned I've even seen some high profile. Christians, some high-profile ministers recently. We talked about that, I think, episode two. Right, right. Um, yeah. And, and, and I'm not going to mention anybody's name um, because I do respect them. Right. I just think that they got it wrong in this one time. Yeah. Um, everything else I've seen that's been come good. from them. It's been good, yeah. It's been good. Yeah. And they've been right on. Um, but well, you know, if we're, if we're honest with ourselves, I mean— I've done it before. Me too. And, you know, and sometimes I, I misquote. Sometimes yeah. I've taken things out. I haven't done it on intentionally. Right. Um, but it has happened. Right. And, um, you know, you get, you, yeah. So, mm-hmm. but I agree with you on that one. Yeah. That was, that one was really taken out of context. 
Yeah, exactly. Big time. But. And we, yeah, again, we won't mention because no, I we still, won't. I still have some respect there, but yeah. uh, but I, but I think that's again where it comes back in because this is where I see a lot of people doing it as they're sharing sermons from ministers who aren't quite biblically accurate. Right. You know, I look at a Stephen Furtick. Right. Um, I, I don't believe Stephen Furtick is biblically accurate. No. Um, I think Stephen Furtick a lot of times is more worried about his image than mm-hmm. he is. Joel Osteen. Anybody that knows me knows that I do not care for Joel Osteen. Um, he's too health and wealth and, and prosperity. And you, if you're good for God, God's going to be good for you. No. Yeah. No. That's not how it works. He does have nice suits, though. I will he does. admit that. Yeah. There you go. And I teeth. will admit that. His teeth are nice, too. He's got good teeth and good suits. Exactly. So. <laughs> um, but, you know, and we're not making fun of anybody. No, not at all. But here's, here's what – and this is where I, I'm convicted and I was super – you know, the more that I, I preach, and obviously you've done it more than I have. Um, I did it there for a, a ten month span, right? Quite often. Um, we could try that again. We could, or we okay. couldn't. <laughs> um, you can lead worship. I could do that. I'm sure you could. I'm sure everybody would really hate that. Right? We could do it. Um, but I'm convicted because, as a minister of the gospel, a we're we're held to a higher standard, right? And, and B, we have to make sure that we are being biblically accurate. Yeah. And, and our goal is to, to continue to educate people, to continue to point them to God and, and Mm -hmm. give them that direction. And so, so it's, there's a weight there for me. There is. And, and a burden of, I want to be biblically accurate. I want, I don't want to stand up and get on my soapbox and just tell people to stop it just because I'm tired of seeing this. Right. I'm tired of hearing that. Right. I, I want to help turn people's hearts back to God because like you said, I, I was telling myself to stop it. You know, there were things that was like, Brandon, you've got to stop that. Right. Um, and my heart needs to turn back to God too. Oh. And so I think that, you know, like I said, we're not making fun of these, these ministers no. when I mentioned Stephen Furtick or when I mentioned Joel Olstein, you know, there are certain things where when they say certain things, it's like my heart breaks for them because right. they are going to be held, be held to a higher standard, right. um, just as you are and just right. as I am. And so, and that's the deal too. I mean, um, I'm not, I'm not a rock star pastor like some right. of these guys are and I never proclaim to be, but I, um, one of the things that I do is I spend a lot of time in prayer every week yes. about getting up and saying what I'm going to say. And a lot of times I don't say some things. And a lot of times when I'm, things come out that yep. I never planned for and, um, and I, I really try to be open mm-hmm. to the Holy Spirit. And Sunday mornings I spend some, a good deal of time in prayer too, just before that time. But, um, you know, working on a sermon for me and, it, you know, this is, this is legit. This is totally legit. This is not a fudge on hours or anything. But, um, if, if I don't spend at least 25 hours mm-hmm. on the message, and that's prayer and yep. writing and putting things together in scriptures. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like that I've done what I'm supposed to do. Right. Sometimes it's 30. Yeah. Sometimes it's more than that. And I know people are thinking, wow, that's a lot of time. Yeah, it is. Because guess what? When you're standing up to talk about the perfect word of God and I am the most flawed individual in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a hard task. That's all. You don't think I don't labor over every, everything I say is I do. Right. And, um, you know, sometimes I'm just like, like you said, feels like you've gone 10 rounds. Right. Yeah. You've gone 10 rounds because yep. you're mentally tired by the time, you know, you get up there and not only you have to do it once, you got to do it twice. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I still feel like I'm, I'm feeling that, that hangover. Right. That right today. Sermon hangover. How about Sermon that? Hangover. <laughs> it's like, man, I'm tired. There was a, you had a uh, quote, which uh, was hilarious in the thing. It says, stop talking about Jesus in one post and typing cuss words in the next one. That was absolutely yeah. hilarious. Yeah. And that one for me is probably one of the other big ones. That point yeah. was stop misrepresenting Jesus on social media. Right. Um, you can't do that because you're not on social media. I'm not. I went and off. Second service, I even said that. I said, for those of you in the room who do not have social media accounts, you're probably better off than the rest of us. Right. Um, because I, I've seen that so often from from Christians and from people that I went to college with or um, or you know people here at church or mm-hmm. other churches that I've been a part of. And they're, you know, one post will be right on the money and then another post, whether it's and, – and, and I said this. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be cuss words. Right. 
it may be a rant. Right. It may be a, a woe is me post. Right. It may be a comment that you post under a, a thread or, right. or whatever. And so I think that there's, there's so much there that social media can be good. Mm-hmm. But when we get caught up in, in all of the, the craziness, of Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter and everything else, then it becomes bad. And there's we're not, virtually no accountability, right? None. Yeah. And we're called to be that light, you know, like yep. a city on a hill. Exactly. Shining brightly. And, and when we're doing that or when we're tearing somebody down or right. whatever, whatever it is, right. you know, yeah, the, the stop talking about Jesus in one post and typing cuss words in, in the next one is, right. is funny, but it may not be, yeah, it may not be that blatant, right? but right, it's still right. not representing God in, in the For right sure. light. And so, and and then I went back to that Colossians three seventeen, and whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through Him to God the Father. Yeah, that was yeah. good. That was good stuff Sunday. So really appreciate the yeah the time and the ten rounds that you put in on that. And yeah, appreciate uh, it. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And uh, you need to do that more often. Mm. We'll try to do you like maybe two or three times a month. Maybe that'd be awesome. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I could tempt worship if you want. Okay, maybe not. (laughs) He just looked at me like, uh, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. (laughs) All right, grab your hymnals and turn to 145. Exactly. (laughs) You might have some people like that. Yeah. We're going to sing all seven verses of Bring the Hymn to (laughs) Cheese. Is it Sheaves or Cheese? Sheaves. Sheaves. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) We could sing Bringing in the Cheese. We could. I like cheese. Provolone. Yeah. Cheddar. American. Parmesan. Yeah, all that good That's stuff, right. you know, right? That's right. So good job, though. Appreciate you. you doing it. Thanks for stepping in and yep. uh, hitting it out of the park. And um, you always do a good job. And you're like flawless. I, mean, mm, I don't know about I mean, that. It was like a t-ball park, maybe. Okay. We'll <laughs> yeah. The last one, though, we will hit real quick before we close. The last um, stop it that I had, though, is, is probably another big one, is stop acting like everything's okay. Right. Um, I think that we as Christians, we just want to act – We. And I got this image and I didn't use it. I was going to, I thought about it, but just in my mind, it popped up. You've seen the images of the, the ostrich with its head in the sand. Right. That's what I feel like we as Christians sometimes oh, yeah. do with the world. It's like, everything's okay. No, oh, we're, yeah. we're in our little Christian bubble and, and, and everything's going great. Mm-hmm. And I, I emphasize that, you know, is everything going to be okay? Yeah. Everything's going to be okay one day. Right. When, when Jesus returns and, and, and there's no more sin, there's no more pain, oh, yeah. there's no more tears and crying and all of that. Everything's going to be okay. But right now, everything's not okay. No. We live in a broken world. We live in a world that is going 180 degrees away from God's truth. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I talked about the, the College of the Ozarks, mm-hmm. how the federal right. judge just last week denied their appeal to um, – they're pretty much making them open up their their dorms, bathrooms, sleeping areas, everything right. to members of the opposite sex right. due to this. Um, what are those called? That yeah, I, the the uh, my mind's blank. Yes, but yeah, the orders, executive orders. Yes. It was an executive order um, signed in January by the Biden administration, and it requires colleges, including Christian colleges, to open their their living spaces to members of the opposite sex based off of transgenders. And I can't remember the exact title of it, um, but that's evil. It's very evil. And it's just an, it's just an onslaught against, against God and his word. And, um, and that's one of the reasons why we've been talking about what we've been talking about over the right. last, you know, 10 months or whatever, because, um, you know, there it's to prepare us as followers of Jesus Christ. I'm not, Talking to the world, I'm yep. talking to those who who are already followers that we need to gear up. And right, a right. lot of a lot of people don't want to do that. They want it to go back. I can't wait till it goes back. Right, we're, right. we're looking in the past, people. We're yep. looking in the past. Yep. You got to look in the present. You got to adapt to what is taking place, and we've got to you know not be a part of the culture. We got to mm-hmm. help change the culture. And um, you can write any executive order that you want. Doesn't matter. Doesn't change God's truth. Doesn't gain, gain, uh, change God's truth at all. You're right, 100%. And, um, you know, and, and in the end, since, um, you know, um, you're gonna have to answer to God for that. Right. And, um, you know, and I wouldn't want to have to answer to God for that. Yeah. I got too many other things to exactly. answer to, right. to for. And I don't know, uh, constitutionally how you can yeah. actually do that, to be honest with you, yeah. force a, a, a private, a private school Christian school yeah. to do that. I I would say you can fight that one yeah. pretty good. And so what I what I said and what I encourage people is first of all we we have to 
you know, it's kind of the whole cat's got your tongue thing. We got to, we have to start speaking out, we right. have to start speaking up, but we also have to pray diligently mm-hmm. for, for that situation specifically, but just for everything else that's taking place because right. there are a lot of things going on that are counter mm-hmm. of what God's word says oh, and what God's truth says. And for so, sure. You know, when, when people think that you're talking politics or you're being mm-hmm. political, you know, there's a difference between being political and trying to point people to Jesus away from what's right. taking place. And I said, we're not talking about a specific president. We're not talking about a a specific party, mm-hmm. a political party. We're not talking about anything else. What we're talking about is Satan using people in authority mm-hmm. to advance his agenda. Exactly. To corrupt the world and to turn people away from God. Exactly. And, it, and it's happening mm-hmm. all over. I mean... People on the fence are turning and people who are Christians are turning. Mm-hmm. Um, Christians who are nominal are, yep. are going that direction. And, you know, like we've been saying, God's sifting and shifting everybody and everything. Yep. And yep. he's doing it to me. Yep. Exactly. Doing it to me too. And um, it's a, uh, you know, you talked about going 10 rounds. Yeah. Sifting and the shifting is 10 rounds. Exactly. Man, let me tell you, it's, yep. it, it, it drains you. It wears you out. Right. Uh, because um, we always want to go back to that, which mm-hmm. is. Easy, comfortable and comfortable right. and easy yeah. and give well, me a know. break. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, again, good job, man. Thank you. Good yeah. job. Proud of you. and glad that you were able to step in and do that. And yeah, glad you were able to get away. Even if you did get bit by a wolf. Even, yeah. Right. And, um, got a little bit of throat little, issues, yeah. And, but yeah, it's, uh, it's good. And, um, we, um, you know, worshiping on RCC home church is really good, but it's not the same as actually right. being here. And, um, and I appreciate the, the, those who are in here in the stream room on Sunday and every Sunday. And I know right. like Corey Smith was in here Sunday and so was your wife, mm-hmm. uh, was in here. And, um, uh, but thank you guys for doing that because that's, that's such a great ministry because, you know, you don't miss a Sunday. Right. You miss the people because all you see is the stage and you miss right. the singing, but uh, you still are able to stay connected. And yeah. that's, that's a very, very good tool. And, um, yeah, I, um, next Sunday is, uh, can't believe it's in June. Can you believe it's June? No. This is crazy. June 6th is this Sunday and we're talking about baptism this yes. Sunday. And uh, so I'm excited about that. And, um, we're going to kind of break that down a little bit. And uh, do I have to be baptized to be saved? And we're going to go through that topic. Uh, the following week, we're going to talk about what does brokenness mean and brokenness as a believer and do we need to be broken? And, um, so looking forward to that. The last Sunday of June. Uh, we're going to talk about the Romans 13 passage, and I'm sure I'll get a lot of fun mail that week. So, but uh, <laughs> we're going to break that down, and then hopefully in uh, July and August, we're going to go. We're going to kind of take a survey through James. We're not going to hit everything, mm-hmm. but we're going to go kind of walk through the Book of James. And I love the Book I'm, of James. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, the Book of James is good. Yeah, I love. I thought that'd be a good summer yep. topic. Yeah, and uh, I really do like the Book of James in a very practical. Yep. I always tell everybody it's like it's like that book was written a month ago. Right. I mean, it's right. just so practical yep. in everything, and even the illustrations that he uses right. are practical. Right. And, um, so I'm looking forward to that, and I do have to mention. Um, I do have to say thank you to one person though. Um, I had, uh, called out for Randy mm-hmm. Neal mm-hmm. to bring me some samples of the Black Rifle coffee and he did. He yes, brought he did. me K cups and he also brought me some samples. And so Randy and uh, Robin, if you're listening, thank you very much for that. That was great. Anita loved it. And, um, I like the, what's the Beyond Black? Beyond Black? I did. I, I love that. That's good. Yeah. That was really good. I talked to somebody the other day. They said they had tried. It may have been Corey. Um, had just tried coffee or dye. He was like, "Oh man, that was so good." We coffee or dye is good. We had that too. That's and, one of my favorites. And then you know what we did? We we press potted that. Okay. And then what we did the next day is we we actually put it in the refrigerator, mm-hmm. and then we made iced coffee out of oh, that. There you go. That was superb. Mm, that sounds good. It was very good. It was one of those days. It was like ninety. Remember that? We've had one of those we days had this one, year? We had a couple days that were 90, okay. and then Saturday was high of 51. Ugh. This is like the weather for Twilight Zone, isn't it? Yeah, you know what? I am I am just – I'm going to throw this out there. <laughs> I am just tired of global warming. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyways, that was – yeah. Yeah, you're – <laughs> the facetiousness there. 
<laughs> the sarcasm. Yeah, but uh, hey, but the weather is supposed to be warming up. I heard 80s this week again. It sun could be nice. And, but rain. But rain. It's supposed to start raining tonight. And my kiddos have uh, today and then two more days of school left. I'm hoping the rain holds off. They're supposed to have field day here in the next couple of days, I believe. Nice. So I'm hoping they – I hope they get to do that um, as they close out their their school year. Yeah, that'd so, be good. But they're looking forward to being out for the summer too, I think. So I have one question to ask you. What's up with your hair? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> My question is this. Is um, Have you been keeping up with your Atlanta Braves? Yeah. You talking about game wise or off the field activities? <laughs> oh yeah, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah. Marcelo Zuna was arrested the other day. Well, that's nice for apparently beating up his wife. So well, that's that great. pretty much will put him out. MLB will take him out of. Yeah. Uh, well, and I saw a thing that the Braves are um, contractually bound, like they can't cut his contract. Really? Of, which I think that would be a deal breaker for me, but yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But no, they're um, – I think they're still just under 500 as a now, baseball team. he's a outfielder, right? He's, an out, he's a left fielder, yep. And he was out already for six weeks because he broke his uh, finger sliding into third there a couple weeks ago. You know what's coming down the road, don't you? Oh, here we go. You know who's coming to the Braves, don't you? You know what? If they can pick him Be- up, I'd take it. Because you know what? He's been benched the last couple of days. Because I would take it. Joe Girardi has got sideways with Bryce Harper. So there's a good chance that Harper might be on his way out. And I'm telling you, he's heading to the Braves. Bryce Harper comes to the Braves. Maybe I'll have to grow my hair out. And I'll be like, what about what Bryce this? Harper? You'd be like, I love I that love guy. Him. <laughs> and then you'd be like, what's up with your hair? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, my focus right now is I've turned a little bit. We were watching women's um, college World Series stuff the other day. They're just oh, ready you. to start the, the college. I like watching softball. Do I tell you? you what, there were some girls that absolutely, they they hit, they can hit the ball. Really? I mean, just flat out. Tattoo a ball, really. But then we were also watching college baseball. They're getting ready to head to Omaha for the College World Series, and okay. um, so they just my Tar Heels are a number three seed. So, <laughs> but baseball is a little different. They, it's not right. like like basketball where there's right. four regions. There's like I think eight regions in baseball. So there's four four seeds, right? One, two, three, and four seeds in each of those divisions in yep. each of those regions. So, so we'll see how the Tar Heels can do and. They, they've had a good team. They've made it to the College World Series quite a bit in the last 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. Awesome though. So yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's always good to talk about and good to, yeah. to like, sorry about your luck in, in Atlanta though. So. You know what? Right. I was going to say everything happens for a reason, but that was one of those cliche Christian Yeah, I don't know so about that. Say. That's, <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I think we just make poor choices, right? Yeah, exactly. Sometimes. So we, uh, just to go back, uh, we have the, still the baby bottle drives yep. going on. Yep, and goes uh, that goes Day, to which Father's is Day like what? two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks. At the, Three weeks from yesterday or yeah. two, Sunday. So yep. yeah, so that's still going on. If you guys have your baby bottles, continue to bring them in. If you want to pick up another one, I'm sure we've got them or we can get them for you and mm-hmm. you can fill another one up and we'll make sure that happens. So I've seen yep. a lot of people get baby bottles though. So yeah, no, cool. it's been, I think the return's been good too. I think a lot of people have brought those back in already. We didn't so do that last my year. My kids took one home and filled it up with their change. Perfect. So which was your change probably. No, it actually was, was their it really? Change. Yeah, it was Go, their good change. For them. They went and got in their piggy banks and, oh, nice. and literally just filled it up. Wow. They are better than I am. So they're going to hit you up for a loan mid-summer. Exactly. <laughs> <Right>? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they do that anyways. Right. That's always fun. So you're, uh, rumor has it you're heading to, you're going to be camping here in the, in the next few weeks. Yep. Yep. I'm excited about that just because get to spend some time on the lake fishing with dad. Mm-hmm. So that's always fun. And the kids will get to go and do their thing and hang out with, with Nene. So. Camping brings out the beast in the little ones. Oh my you. goodness. It brings out that beast. They maybe, love it. Maybe we'll just go two days then. Yeah. <laughs> right. So Gosh. no, it's going to be good. We're looking forward to it. We're excited about it and, and know that that's going to be good. It, it's like you said, it's always good to be able to get away, just right. to spend some time with your family, to be able to, it is. to unwind a little bit. And so God is good. It's going, and you know, when you're going to the Appalachian Mountains, as long as the snakes stay Appalachian. away. Appalachian. Really? Yeah. Okay. We even asked, we went down, we took the students when I was leading student ministry here, we went down to Gatlinburg. And so I was arguing with some of the kids about it and we were in like a gift shop or something down there in Gatlinburg. And, and I said, ma'am, so she had a Southern accent. 
she ended up being from Ohio. But I was like, um, how do you say the mountain range that we're, you know, we're in here or whatever? And she said, you know, the Appalachian Trail runs right through there. I was asking her. And I said, you know, we're having a, a discussion on how you properly say that. She said, well, I'm from Ohio, and so I grew up saying Appalachian. I thought, oh, no. She said, but if you ask anybody from here, they'll tell you Appalachian. They say, you just say it like you're, I'm going to take an, an apple and throw it at you. Appalachia. <laughs> that's it? That was that. That's how she said to say it. So the girl from Ohio said everybody's straight. That's right. That's crazy. That's right. So go Ohio. Go Ohio. Wow. There you go. Good for you. So, so yeah. Well, thanks again. Hey, we, I saw we picked up another couple of listeners from the United Kingdom. Did We're we up really? to like eight total there. So if you're listening from the United Kingdom, we would love to hear from you. Email us Richwood Church of Christ, R I C H W O O D Church of Christ at gmail.com. And we still have not heard it from anybody in New York. I'm not even sure if they're even, I think we, I think they mislabeled it. I think, yeah, we, everybody's listening from Ohio. There's nobody from the United Kingdom, <laughs> nobody from Sweden, nobody, nobody from Austria or anywhere else. It's they're all, all right in Union County, but they're just saying that it's from other places. They're exactly. trying to make us feel better. They're trying to make us feel good, right? Exactly. exactly. So, so well, thanks uh, for joining me. Hope you feel better. Hope I will. I'll feel better. better. Yeah. It's better than, you know, what it was, um, yeah. last night, but so. I just sorry if I sorry if you heard me cough a couple times. So trying to clear out my throat so I'm not gravelly the whole time. So yep, it's all good. So we'll join you uh, next week again. Looking forward to that. Going to be back on Monday next week. Monday next week. And um, so yeah, going to have a, a good time. It's always a good time. We'll yeah, talk about baptism. So talk about baptism. I love talking about bit baptism more. every day. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. It's what it's all about, isn't it? Absolutely. It's what it's all about: gospel and baptizing and teaching and yep. disciple. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. Well, thanks again for joining us on Grounded. We hope you have a great week. Stay dry. Yep. You guys have a good week.